Now I do thank you all for coming. It's lovely to see you. And for those who are visiting with us today, we want to bid you warmly welcome in the Lord's name. And before I bring any other announcements, I want to read out a statement that I have prepared um, in light of the passing of Dr. Paisley. This statement has already been placed on our church website, uh, www.carrieduffreepresbyterian.org. You can look it up uh, for yourself. If you want a personal copy, I can give you a personal copy at a later stage. As a church family, we were plunged into a state of shock and mourning on Friday the 12th, September 2014, by the sudden passing of Dr. Paisley, Lord Banside. On behalf of the Kirk Session and Committee of Carried Off Free Presbyterian Church, we extend our deepest sympathy to Baroness Eileen Paisley and family, Sharon, Rhonda, Cherith, Ian, Kyle and their families on the death of a much-loved husband, father, grandfather. Together we assure them of our prayers at this time. Dr. Paisley's death marks the end of an era in Ulster. For six decades he stood in this province often alone as a faithful spiritual leader who was fiery and passionate about what he believed in. Ian Paisley was definitely a lover of the Lord, a gifted orator whose words were fueled by a heart full of passion as he proclaimed the one way of salvation through his Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Many are asking, what was the motivating factor in Ian Paisley's life? I want to answer that. Three words, or four words, his love of the Lord. From his pulpit in the Martyrs Memorial for 60 years, he sounded out the gospel message under such striking titles as What Think Ye of Christ? preached in 1968. How to Set a Church on Fire? 1970. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. 1987. Patrick the Man, the year 2000. Light and Religious Revivals from Zachariah's Candlesticks and 2005. These sermons and and hundreds more are freely available via sermon audio. The Bible reference that he added underneath his signature when asked to sign books or Bibles was clearly a pledge and a prayer. Ephesians 6, 19 and 20. As and for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that wherein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. As I've said, his chief motivation in all that he said and did was his love for the Lord. We could ask the question today to our hearts of God's question, lovest thou me? The doc, as we affectionately called him, was also a lover of the lost. From a young age he laboured as a zealous evangelist who covered multiple miles in search of lost souls. He was one who taught this denomination, this congregation, and hearers everywhere to love the souls of men. He was equally a lover of the land, a true loyalist indeed, a shamgar for our day and generation. Like a Mr. Valiant for the truth, Dr. Paisley prominently stands in the noble line of the men and women from Protestant Reformation times as he tackled the apostasy and false religion of these modern days. On many occasions he gave lectures on the Protestant reformers. Take a look around the corridors of Martyrs Memorial next time you're there. 
The very walls themselves commemorate these noble men and women who gave their lives for the cause of Christ in their day and generation. Surely we as a family can say of Dr. Paisley, he served his own generation well. He was also a lover of liberty, a great stalwart in prayer, always encouraging, inspiring people to pray. He hated cold, lifeless prayers. To him, they were the death of the church. And often when we would meet, he would say to me uh, uh, a word that he'd got from God that morning uh, from the Bible uh, when he was before the Lord on his knees. Dr. Paisley was also a lover of life, a big-hearted, generous man. I know he would often announce himself, I'm a Balamina man. But his generosity knew no bounds. To this particular church, to the denomination that he founded under God, to preachers and students for the ministry, to missionary causes the world over, to those who were going through the valley of tribulation or even death, Dr. Paisley was a personal mentor, a deeply compassionate, caring man with a pastor's heart for friend or foe. When any individual needed help, advice, a word in season, a confident ear, a shoulder to cry on, Dr. Paisley was always there. He, he was a true friend in time of need. A, a man whose humour, care, and very presence will be sadly missed. The persona, voice, beliefs of the big man, they were instantly recognisable the world over. Even in the realm of politics, he was a political giant. Everyone in Ulster knows the name of the Reverend Ian Richard Kyle Paisley. And even now, Ian Paisley's name has trended worldwide, propelled by the force of countless thousands of tributes and messages. Twitter, Facebook, along with other conventional forms of media, have served as platform for people to reflect on his life and legacy. I treasure fond memories of Dr. Paisley, of my visits to the Easter Convention meetings in the Martyrs Memorial. I still remember my first visit to this day. I was there in my faith mission uniform. The year was 1986. The building was jam-packed. I sat in the balcony. His heartwarming prayers, they were electrifying. His powerful preaching ministry that day will forever be etched in my memory. It was through Dr. Paisley's preaching in Coleraine Free Presbyterian Church I was called into the gospel ministry. In 1999, he ordained me to the Christian ministry in the Martyrs Church and installed me as pastor in this Carrie Duff congregation. After Rosemary and I were married and sadly lost our first child, I took a phone call from him. He prayed with us over the phone. Often when we would meet together at some event or function, he, he always asked about my family, inquiring about how they were getting on. When my wife was ill again and again he phoned and offered prayer that's the type of man Dr Paisley was in 1976 along with the late Robert Lowe he climbed through a broken window in this killing your schoolhouse it was derelict then it's now as you know carried off free Pristine meeting house and he prayed to the Lord to start a Sunday school for boys and girls in the community and eventually a church to the glory of God that was the vision that was the burden Dr. Paisley had. That was the vision and burden that he shared with us. Well, even with much fondness, surely we remember his last sermon to this congregation in 2013 
regarding bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse from Malachi 3 and 10. You see, this legacy of our founding father will never be forgotten. The Bible says the memory of the just is blessed. Now, I believe this legacy lives on. Isn't it true that God buries his workmen, but his work continues? Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Dr. Paisley prayed for revival in Ulster, for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit of God. This is what we need. This is what we ought to be praying for. I, I think of the words, he being dead yet speaketh. That's a biblical phrase, used of Abel. And I'm persuaded, it's used of Dr. Paisley as well. Those high and joyful days yet to be visited on this province and throughout the English-speaking world. We can say that now that this good man has received his highest ever promotion, he's promoted to heaven. In a sermon preached by Dr. Paisley on the 12th of January 2003, the first five minutes after death, 1 Corinthians 13 and 12, he announced, if you hear in the press that Ian Paisley is dead, don't believe a word of it. I'll be more alive than ever. I'll be singing as I sang never before. In the very same message, he spoke of those who pass over triumphantly into the eternity of the blessed. And on the morning of the 12th of September, he found himself among that number, absent from the body, present with the Lord. A verse that Dr. Paisley penned and added to one of our most famous hymns, Rock of Ages, cleft for me, summarizes his current situation. Then above the world and sin, through the veil, drawn right within, I shall see him face to face, sing the story, saved by grace, rock of ages, cleft for me, let me ever be with thee. This is the challenge that comes to each of our hearts today. Are we ready to meet God? Are we saved? Are you saved? Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you ready to hold the torch of truth in your hand for the spiritual and eternal benefit of this generation? Remember the Bible says there's a time to live and a time to die. And we never could have guessed the time when God would take Dr. Paisley home. This is indeed a time for sympathy towards a sorrowing family whose grief, peers, pain are real. Do remember the Paisley family in prayer. This is a time for sadness on the loss of a colossal giant in the church and the country. A time for soul searching and reflection of the grace and mercy and love of God in Christ. A time to supplicate the God of all comfort to strengthen us in our hour of need. A time to set aside, I believe, personal differences and hurts. There's many of them. Remember, we're all sinners. And unite in grief with the passing of one so great in the Israel of God. As was said by King David, speaking of the death of Abner. Know ye not that there's a prince and a great man fallen this day in Israel. 
I want to say that those words are equally applicable to Dr. Paisley. May God bless us as a church family. I was speaking last night to one of our ministers and he said that very truth to me. He says, David, isn't it like the loss of a close family member? And that's what it is for all of us.